Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. More tits with tweets. I laughed. That was good. <laughs> I was uh, like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that was good. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 48, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me, as always, are... Hi, my name's Steve. That was really loud. Paul Revere. The PK Schluban. Oh, you PK, how are you, buddy? You doing great, doing great. <laughs> my impressions with him is over already. I already, I guess we know who the impressions is going to be tonight. So fantastic, fantastic. So we're going to start off tonight with our shitty call of the week. After reviewing the play, the call on the ice stands. We got to go. And this should get us all rip ready to go for the for the podcast. Let me cue these things up. Share my screen with y'all because that's how we say it in Florida. Uh, that's not how you say it. Go to the shitty call of the week. To play by Ryan Graves. Graves was stopped by Capo Caco. Caco moves in to Strong to Caco to the net. To be clear, the goal by Capo Caco was not the shitty call of the week. This actually, as a Ranger fan, I think that's well documented. I am the Ranger fan. This goal should not have counted. Capo Caco came in and elbowed Mackenzie Blackwood in the head while he still had the puck before, while he was making his move and before, and while the puck was actually still on his stick. He barreled him over while Mackenzie Blackwood was still in the crease. This happened right in front of the ref. I mean, the ref saw everything. He was standing right there and allowed the goal to happen. So the ref gets a shitty call of the week. And Lindy Ruff, it's been, uh, I've stated on this podcast that I have no love for, for Lindy Ruff. And um, he gets a shitty call of the week for not even challenging this. Squarely on Lindy's shoulders, this one is. His, his justification for not challenging it is he quote unquote, has seen that go both ways. Well, yeah. isn't that the whole reason for challenging it, to get it to go the other way? And also, so the ref behind the goal, I think his job is to look at the puck. I it's mean, the other ref that should have clearly seen the head contact. Yeah, but at, at this point, I got it pretty much frozen right as Blackwood's head is bending into his ass. Yeah, and, uh, and the Kako's... stick is clearly still, the puck is still clearly still on his stick. Right. And that ref can see every from that vantage point in that distance, he can see everything. Blackwood's head, the puck, the stick, everything. So so aside from the refs kind of blowing this one, why why did the entire coaching staff of the Devils not even challenge it? They all have iPads over there or Surface Pros, whatever they have. They're always looking at them immediately after plays and looking at the obviously see waiting and, and you know looking up at the the replay on this on the, the jumbotron how do they not even challenge look at it because he's, he's an idiot because he's an idiot and he, he made a bad decision not to he his fear was it going the other way and the devil's getting a penalty and then instead of just being down one giving up a power play goal to the rangers like that's ever going to fucking happen and they would be down two so that's his fear it he had confidence in his team that his team could come back from a one goal de deficit with 13 minutes left, but not a two goal deficit. I'm yeah. going to read you an excerpt 
right? Jesus. An excerpt, an excerpt. Is that what's called an excerpt? Yes, sir. Rule 78 in the NHL rule book protection. No excuses. Of, Play like a champion. Protection of no. the goalkeeper. If an attacking player initiates contact with a goalkeeper, incidental or otherwise, while the goalkeeper is in his goal crease and a goal is scored, the goal will be disallowed. Look at your screens and listen to what I just said. <laughs> now, Tom, let me ask you a question. Billy, going back Billy, to, wake up. Going back to last up. week, should Kako have gotten an interference penalty then? Yes. Yes. Well, maybe a charging or interference. Which one do you want to give him? Interference. I, I think. I mean, shit. I think charging probably is the penalty on, on, on that play. I mean, okay. look, Blackwood's head is literally in his ass. Yeah, it's, it was enough to get him pulled from the game. Yeah. Hey, look, it was a beautiful move by Kako, and it really uh, really catapulted him with some confidence, and it, and it showed for the rest of the game. And the next game, we'll get into that when we get into the Ranger stuff later. Um, but that it, the move was nice. It's just unfortunate Blackwood got in the way of that. I don't even know who the, if the official was in this game. Uh, I think it says who the officials were in this game. Just he, he should have put his head where his ass is, and then he would have stopped the puck. Uh, that is that's actually yes, that that actually probably would have happened. Uh, I'm pulling up who the official was, but I don't I don't know if I can figure out who. I don't even know fucking was. official. Does it really names. matter? They no. all suck. They they're Fuck terrible. Him. They're all terrible. Fuck but this, uh, I mean, they're... we're all unanimous here. I mean, there, there was no. Well, Fuck look at rest. it from this. I mean, this is yeah. No. I again enough for all of us to agree. I mean, like Nick said, there's enough eyes the devil should have had on it that one of them sort of said, uh, hey, hey, Lindy, uh, maybe throw the red flag on this one. No, 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 they they have a red flag, they don't throw the red, they They should, they should, they should have a red flag. He should have thrown his panties. (laughs) The referees, uh, incidentally, were Kelly Sutherland and Mitch Dunning. Stupid, hey, you guys. You guys get the shitty call of the week from the Friends and Rivals podcast. Congratulations, Kelly Sutherland and Mitch Dunning. And uh, I couldn't even get a unanimous Ross. that call sucked when uh, when they when Crosby got called for the uh, penalty shot. Why do you always have to bring it back to fucking Crosby? Jesus Christ! <laughs> what else would I do? Holy Christ! You mean when you he like almost the fucking Penguins for now? When he almost threw it at defenseman from the Washington Capitals through the boards and didn't get a penalty? You mean that play? Well, I wasn't talking about that play. No, he was talking about when he illegally took down Jesper Bratt from behind while Bratt had an, a one-on goalie opportunity and was awarded a penalty shot correctly. <laughs> right, that one. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that's still that's, that's still striking a nerve, is it? So it will always. <laughs> so I was flipping through the channels, and when NBC Sports had had rights to the uh, to the NHL. There was games on all the time. You could turn on NHL Network. You get a game maybe three times a week. NBC Sports had a game at least two times a week. You'd, you'd find a game on somewhere, not just NHL Tonight. I figured with this new you know, TV deal, there'd be a lot more games on regular ter- – it's not terrestrial TV. Terrestrial is TV. Is it terrestrial TV? Cable TV? I want to watch the extraterrestrial TV, though. That, that would be a better one. To you watch. are extra. Thank you. I'm always extra. There's hardly any games on. I mean, there's one game on tonight, and it's fucking is it? It's who is it tonight? The Kraken and the Blackhawks at ten o'clock on TNT tonight. I, I mean, should be a doubleheader, right? At the very least, well, there's. I think the the earliest game started 
just at nine o'clock it's the avalanche and the uh, and the canucks but still we had wednesday night rivalry at least starting at eight o'clock you know all this all the good stuff with, about nbc is kind well, of missing with this espn yeah with the espn and tnt there are no games Yay. on fucking tv is that their problem, though? Is it the scheduling of the, the games? And is it because we have a lot of new shit going on? Plus, you know, we have, obviously, if the Isles playing half their schedule on the road, kind of fucking up a lot of schedule, plus the Olympics. What's, plus yeah, what's another new team? Somebody pull up their guide. What's on ESPN right now? Uh, I don't have a uh... dog whistling. I'm on the challenge. No, not Nick, not not ESPN eight the Ocho. We want regular oh, ESPN. ESPN. Actually, it's probably like the Nets college and basketball. The Lakers and the Bucks. Lakers and Bucks, NBA. Yeah, ESPN two has Northern Illinois at Buffalo. Basketball. <clears throat> well, you know what? It's on right now. ESPN plus. Yeah, that's, that's the reason. We, that's, that's that's it. But that's no, the only nailed for service, right? They just care about getting subscriptions to their service. So when they have a nationally broadcast ESPN Plus game, is that free for everybody to watch? Or do you still have to have a subscription in order to watch that game? That well, you no, you have to have a subscription. If Regardless, ES- any any game on ESPN Plus. Yeah, correct. Any, no, no, no. Any game on ESPN in general, you gotta have a subscription to watch on ESPN. No, no. If, if it's on if it's on ESPN or ESPN two, then you can you can watch it free on the app. Like you can watch you can watch uh, Monday Night Football for free. You're right, right. You're right. But if but right. if it's if it says ESPN Plus, you have you to either have to have subscribe. the ESPN Plus subscription, or if it's on ESPN Plus through Hulu, you have to have a Hulu subscription. So one or the other. So like every so every game is behind a paywall. Yes. I'll be honest though. I'm actually paying nothing extra. For this, for the NHL this year, season, compared to the last few seasons, where I'm paying for the the full package, this is just um, it was fifty bucks for the year for ESPN Plus. Would you have had so, ESPN Plus though if if it didn't have hockey? I've had it for a while because it was like it was uh, when I think they launched it. I, I ended up getting it because it was really cheap, and also it had certain things on there I wanted to watch, so like UFC stuff specifically. Um, and uh, because it's so cheap, it's like, it doesn't really matter. And I don't have any other cable services. So I, I, it's more like an app thing. And now as, as we've grown into more apps, as opposed to like an actual cable subscription, you know, eventually that may, if ESPN was, hockey wasn't on here, I probably would cancel it this year because I've just haven't used it as much as I thought I would, even though it's like, it's very, very cheap. Um, and it's even cheaper. I think if you look at it at the bundle, if you get the bundle with the Disney Plus and Hulu, and Hulu Plus, yeah. whatever, which I didn't do because we get Disney Plus for free, and we just use the regular, you know, Hulu. I don't, I don't have a pay for anything else on that. So it is what it is. But it's all kind of the application, right? So this might be different next year. Maybe, maybe they move it to some other fucking service or whatever, and maybe they make ESPN Plus more money. I mean, if what if they get like the, uh, a college football deal or something, and all of a sudden now it costs you know, $15 a month because college football is worth a lot more. Yeah. That's what happened with like YouTube, YouTube TV. It was $40 a month. And then they had all this, this sports channel shit that, you know, most people, no, a lot of people down here probably watch. I don't watch really any college football at all. And all of a sudden it was like, now it's like $70 a month with 
uh, football deals and college football deals, it's expensive. And now it went like from really nice and affordable to basically cable. Yeah. So cord cord cutters are not saving any more money these days. You can, it's just, you have to work at it. You gotta be like, we. and you gotta make sacrifices. You can't. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I split my YouTube TV subscription with two other guys. Oh man, that's cheating. That's we should say it's like 22 bucks, but we only can use it on one. That's you know, a, I would never do that. Three, three simultaneous um, streams at once. So we can only watch Red Zone on Sunday. But if, but I don't put it on every on every TV here because if we were watching multiple TVs, YouTube TV might not allow someone else to watch it. So there is drawbacks, but it, it works. And to be honest, it's not that big of a deal. You just have to futz with it. It's not just yeah. like set and forget it. So the first ABC game is the day after Christmas with the Rangers and the Bruins. Um, after the after the Thanksgiving Day game, that's when typically NBC carried their NBC games on the weekends, right? At the three yeah. o'clock games or twelve o'clock games. Typically after Thanksgiving is when that would happen. You think ESPN is going to do the same? No. Are they going to have one night for just hockey, or is that nightly game going to be on TNT? And then maybe a weekend game after the football season on ABC. Well, ABC doesn't goes in the March. They're not going to bother with with setting up anything regular for hockey. ABC doesn't have football on Sundays, so it shouldn't matter. No, they don't. And I, they don't. But they have the Monday Night Football feed on ESPN. So but they do not have like Billy said. Like Bill said, they do have college basketball. Yeah. Now college basketball really doesn't get interesting till January. That's when they get in their conference schedules. Right. Through December, it's all like cross-conference stuff, so it's really not as exciting. Yeah, but they have NBA games on ESPN willy-nilly and well, double headers on, hey, on the weekend on ABC. I wanted them to stay on NBC or go to Fox Sports. I didn't want them to go to ESPN. Speaking of ESPN, have, have any of you guys watched The Point? I, I, really. I It's on so friggin' early, Yeah, and mm. I don't have the opportunity to. You can go watch it on on ESPN you know, I, Plus. I, Plus. I yeah, and I watched it. I watched it the uh, that way, uh, basically just after and skipping all the commercials, which is nice because you also get kind of fast forward through you know sections you don't want to listen to. Um, I think it's an interesting show, and Bucci is really good on it. But uh, he needs like a guy that doesn't know hockey that well. He needs someone that's just to like argue with that just is like an idiot. Like a Max you know, Kellerman. What you mean? Like Tortorella's guy? not that guy. Tortorella's too. Like he's good, but he's too. Like he's not enough of a, like. You have to like rile him up. Like he's not, and he's gonna go fucking you know ham on people. You know, like he's gonna start cursing and yelling, staring him down. It's not like exactly the person that I think they really does wanted. Arda, on the show. Does Arda Ocal do that show? I don't know who that is. To be honest, he was uh, he used to be on uh, MSG Network, and now he's on ESPN. I don't know, but they just need some like, like if you look at like Green was Greeny and uh, what's the other guy? Uh, that's the radio show that they uh, on ESPN. Green and um, well Goldberg was the Goldberg, old, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they have two guys that can talk and like go back and forth and you know shoot the shit. And like Bucci's great for hockey. He's uh, he's he can talk real well. He's, he's you know he knows how to like you know go back and forth with people, and he knows hockey well. Oh, so twice like an idiot. Um, so you know. It's just like you need you need someone else, I think, to kind of that's a little so opposite don't, of that. Don't don't submit a tape to to be opposite Bucci because yeah, you'll just, just repeat yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. 
But like, you know, having another hockey guy is almost like a little too boring. You need someone that's not as yeah. know, hockey oriented and just they can kind of riff with him because I think that's the thing they're missing is like it's really close. I like I like I think Torts is good on there and they have like a random guest on there as well. Um, sometimes hit, sometimes not. Like when they have like Melrose on, Melrose is like, uh, he's boring. I can't, can't deal with like his uh, towards is, too much. Is Roenick still canceled? Can we get him back? I was going to say, what's what Mike Milbury doing? Oh, fucking kill me, dude. I mean, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather Roenick over Milbury because at least, you know, he's, he's not that much better, but he's at least just like a, just talk shit and all this crap. Um, I think he actually would be better on TNT. I think he would rile up enough. Ronick, Ronick would, yeah, Ronick would yeah. be good. Yeah, like, you don't like Gretzky him. and is Gretzky and the, the biggest red no, no. fish there is? No, you got to put Ronick and uh, and uh, and Biz Nasty together, and then I think the two of them will get things going a little more than just Gretzky. You know, because he's got like no personality. He's like the fuck, he's like wallpaper, yeah, which is killing it. Um, you just need someone else to kind of get it going. So like that's the thing. You have like someone that doesn't know as much. And then can learn as they go and just make stupid arguments. And then they get, you know, things on Twitter and people getting all annoyed. That's how you, you actually, that's how ESPN is kind of designed, right? They just get people that don't know what they're talking about. Talk like, like us, like, we're just like, yeah, well, yeah. This is, this I mean, that's, thing, you know? that's Barkley and Shaq for the NBA on TNT. That's Barkley and Shaq. That would be, exactly. that would be Biz and Ronick. Exactly. That would be so much better than what it is today, which, you know, it's, it's rough. And I think Biz is really good. You just need someone else to kind of like riff yeah. with. You know who he, would be really good if he could get away from ESPN? Uh, DiPietro. DiPietro is great. Get away from that, if he could get away from that talk show yeah. and get on to TNT, he would be really good. So he's better yeah, at agree. doing a talk show than he was a goaltender? Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah think I, mean, not, I don't know. I don't know. Zero concussions doing the talk show. <laughs> yeah. that's. I love Rick because he was a great goalie when he was healthy. But, you know, after hips and knees and – Shoulders and toes. Everything. It's just not the same. But yeah, he'd be so, good too. I, so I have ESP on ABC will air 10 regular season games. One of them being uh, one of the 10 will be the 2021 Thanksgiving showdown between the, the Blues and the Blackhawks on Friday, November 26th. The NHL okay, so All-Star game. For our listeners at home, that is the post-Thanksgiving showdown. And then beginning February 22nd, ABC will air a weekly game on Saturday night. All ABC games can be also watched on ESPN plus when the Stanley cup finals happen or when the Stanley cup playoffs happen, um, they will return to ESPN and ABC. So I don't think that the playoffs are going to be on ES. Well, they'll be on ESPN plus, but they will be behind the paywall from what I can understand there. What about the winter classic? It doesn't say anything about that. That might be on TNT. That might be on TNT. I would imagine it would okay. be on TNT, right? You'd have to think that. Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't look, say anything about that. It is what it is. You're yeah, not- and look, we all get ESPN Plus, so we can watch all the games. So I, I, I don't care because I have every game at my fingertips. I'm pretty happy about it. You're never going to be more important to ESPN than college basketball, college football, and the NFL, and NASCAR, and UFC. No, and and when right. and we recorded, we didn't. That wasn't part of a Friends and Rivals podcast yet, was it? When that was one of our test ones that we did, or did we have a whole big show on that? No, we did. Yeah, we did a did show. Did we do on, the whole big yeah. show on that? That was like one of the first ones that we did. Go back and listen to it if you haven't, and leave us a rating, <laughs> <laughs> a review. 
don't Anything. judge us based on one of our early episodes. <laughs> it, it to me, it just seems like there's not enough hockey on regular TV. No, flipping on NHL Network or going through NBC Sports. Um, there, last year we were just that was just I was just accustomed to doing that. Any given night, there was something on NHL on NHL uh, Network or or NBC Sports Net, and that's not the case anymore. Not the and what happens anymore. is on for some reason on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Right. Tuesday was the game that was the night ESPN was going to show their games nationally. And Wednesdays was going to be TNT. So now if you go to, to the NHL network on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, they don't start their on the fly show or whatever it's called until like 11 o'clock. Really? Yeah. I've noticed that the last couple of weeks that that, that highlight show where they sometimes do live look-ins and stuff like that. Yeah. That show doesn't start till eleven o'clock. Because so what do they have on it in at from like they eight? have just stupid filler shows like top fifty countdowns or they'll show Young Blood or Mighty Ducks or something. My God, I love that. <laughs> wait, wait, Billy, would you rather watch that than the L.A. Kings tonight wear their chrome helmets? Fuck chrome helmets! What the fuck are they thinking? Figure it out. I, I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're just you're just a fucking curmudgeon. You know that? You're a curmudgeon. I guess so, but I mean... Can confirm. I, I can confirm. Running around in shiny helmets? I mean, that's gonna... That is gonna look ridiculous. And get off his lawn! <laughs> Please. Do, do you mow your lawn with socks and sandals? Who, who wouldn't? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I, mean, I was just asking. I mean, Jesus. Do you take your garbage cans to the curb at six o'clock in the morning so the neighborhood hooligans <laughs> don't get at them? Holy shit. <laughs> Apparently my web browser was open and Stephen A. Smith just started yelling at me. So let me, I'm going to close that down. He scares He's me talking, sometimes. dude. He's he talking to you. What's in his yelling voice? Who's the hockey Stephen A. Smith? He's so scary. I thought that. I wait. I thought Stephen A. Smith was talking about hockey now. No, she right. That was yes. just. That was just a fluff in there. Uh, he had to contractually say some things. Oh, was that it? Okay, Probably. that's good enough. All right. Well, let's take a ride on the metro. Let's go around the uh, the teams and find out what's going on this past week. Uh, Nick, the hits just keep on coming with the Islanders, don't they? Uh, they do. Uh, been a, well, last week wasn't terrible. It was not great. Two Did you watch last week? last week? I watched last well, previous week. This past week, very much downhill. Yeah. Uh, 0-3 is not even like the worst part of the, the week. I mean, look, if, we, if you told me we were 0-3, we, every game was competitive, nobody was hurt, and we're going home for the rest, I'd be like, fine, I don't give a shit. We weren't good. On the road last year, about to go, you know, ham at home, new building, all that jazz. Um, so anyway, this week, uh, completely terrible. Not only were we 0-3, uh, two goals in the last three games total. Uh, we lost Pulak for four to six weeks. Uh, Bailey has COVID. Hopefully nobody else does. Uh, the whole team is vaccinated, so good chance that... It's isolated him. Except for that one know. guy in Siberia. Yeah, it's true. Uncle Leo's, uh, you know, far, farewell gift to us. 
Well, you um, know, no, that's bullshit because cause apparently other players have been have been vaccinated for COVID and they're still getting it. So don't give me that just because they're vaccinated, yeah. they're not going to get it. Wouldn't that it's suck if like, it ruined your fucking home opener too? Oh my God. Let's not talk about that. Let's, let's not that's talk not about that. That's no, not great. That's not great. I'm going to mute myself Jeez. now. Wow. <laughs> awesome. So uh, the, the even worse than all that is the team just has looked like they're just lost. They're not really gelling together. Um, so much so that Trot has been trying to change the lineup around with like weird combinations and, he did it last year too when things were going wrong, um, like putting Leo on the top line and shit like that. They were real. They really but, came out good against the like against the Devils. They really started good, and it just seemed like Blackwood made a couple big saves, and it just got in their head. And they then tried just, to be too that, precise. That game, yeah. So that game definitely uh, snowballed. I think Devils were more opportunistic early in the game and got to the early lead, and then. That was it. It just kind of didn't get better. Um, the Isles uh, out hit everybody every game all this week. They've out won every faceoff, all meaningless stats when you're just playing uh, kind of toothless. They don't have a they're not dangerous right now. They're just they're not getting good quality shots. Their power play is atrocious. There was actually this uh, Twitter uh, tweet I was watching this thing to. I wish I, I remember the guys. Uh, handle so i could shout him out he made a great video about the well i think it was the devil's game uh basically the the fuck the the power play has been set up to just do nothing we had barzal and bailey on the wrong sides so they're their sticks are to the outside you have bailey on the right and then or uh barzal on the right and bailey on the left uh sides of the rink they have no there's there's never a danger of a shot that's right so it's like what is the point I think I saw and, that video. I think it was um, from at friends underscore rivals on Twitter. <laughs> I might have retweeted it. Um, but anyway, it was uh, pretty much uh, after I watched that, I was like, he's exactly fucking right. This has been, I couldn't put my finger on it. Why did the, oh, the power play look so terrible? Like just no danger. Like no one's, no one cares. They're like, okay, come do whatever the fuck you're going to do. They're just, you're not shooting the puck. There's no point where anybody, they're, they're waiting for, like this one inside move for like Lee or somebody to like angle their stick and then throw a perk past them while nobody's going to, you know, no one on defensive side is going to stop that by like just lifting a stick or pushing a guy right. out of the way or stepping in front of the puck. You have to have the danger of the shot to make people go down and make, you know, moves. Like you can't just, no one cares. So you're just like, all right, I'll stand here all day. You guys can pass around. Right. We'll let you. We'll let you stay around. on the outside. We'll let you do all that yeah. fancy stuff. But yeah, and then they, they trap Barzal or whomever uh, if they even get it deep. I mean, it, the other problem is like they have the worst ability to get the puck into the zone. On power plays, it's just personified because unless if Barzal, if, if you if you get to Barzal early, uh, you try to direct him to go to some different way, there's a good chance he'll lose the puck because he's going to try to over skate it and try to do too much. Um, and they're not passing enough, and they don't have good break-ins, I guess. I just don't know how, how, how else to put it. You mean um, the Islanders don't do that slingshot thing to go into the zone with when the one defenseman comes up hard and then passes it back to the goal line, the other guy then stick handles through eight guys? Yeah, they don't, they don't do that too well. They, they just mostly you know come up with some stupid plan, and it doesn't work, and then they lose the puck. Or they just dump it in and then hope to get it. And then, like, it, it's always the worst, to me, the worst scenario because there's throwing it in and, you know, hoping they get it on the power play. Like you're in the fucking power play. You have an open guy. You can't get it in. 
don't know. Stupid. Did they run the so, same power play that they ran? La- are they running the same thing that they ran last year? Not changing it. Yep. Yeah. It's just I don't know what looks so different. Um, I think they're moving guys around. They don't have anybody that really. Sh- is it the- is it Letty? Like Letty? Well, Letty yeah. pass, and he was a little more dangerous. You had to give him a little more, you know, looks. Now if they have Wallstrom on in the in the Ovechkin um kind of spot right top of the left circle, he's dangerous there. He, he makes a lot of sense. He can shoot real fucking good, and that's where they should they, every single power play. He should be out there quite a bit. And that gives that dangerous spot. Like you have to, you can't let him float there. So who's so, running the point? Who's running the point in the power play? Right now they've been floating around between um, uh, Dobson and then, then with Aho coming in, they had Aho playing it a little bit. Kulak plays it sometimes. They just so don't nobody. have really. So they don't have a it's quarterback. Not great. No, they, yeah. they typically go to four forwards. It's just not really. Um, they don't have a good uh, a good quarterback. They haven't had it. Letty was okay at it last year, but it wasn't great. Um, and that's why they brought in, um, uh, I forget the guy's name now, the defenseman that we had in for a bit. Um, Eric's not Erickson. Uh, Andy Green. Guess, no, I can't remember that guy's name. I'll remember later. Signed Chicago. Um, anyway, Gustafson. So, Gustafson. Yeah, it was that guy. Yeah. He, he was like, that was kind of the reason they brought him in was to run the power play and kind of be that, you know, uh, Letty like player. Well, listen, um, I don't think he's doing that great of a job in Chicago either. So I don't think he's I mean, not anything. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's an, it's an obvious hole. Um, and so with that said, we made a lot of moves. Like Lou, I was praising Lou last week. He got rid of all his clear ball of space, Boychuk's deal, Leo's deal. We have all this cap space for the end of the season for the playoff run. They may need to use that much earlier. They have to look at a, a defenseman, not just because Pulak goes down. I think it's, you know, which was uh, Billy mentioned it, I think, uh, or Steve on, on our, our texting, you know, earlier was that, you know, it's uncharacteristic. Isles were very healthy in the defense zone, incredibly, the last two seasons. It was Billy. Well, incredibly. Just didn't make any sense. Like, we're going to play the same guys every week, week and then every day, and it's just going to, like, no one's going to get hurt. We the, I, I complained about it a lot on the, the podcast that we were so thin on defense last year and it didn't fucking happen. We, nobody got hurt. It made no fucking sense. It was honestly dumb. And so they come to this season, the same fucking thing with another older guy in Chara. So now when Pulak goes down instead of Pelic this year, it's, you know, now you have uh, two aging defensemen, one who's, you know, basically a walk, a skating cone, like Chara's, I like Chara. He just doesn't have the like mobility anymore, and he does dumb shit like he he you know punched uh, one of the guys in the face um from Tampa. Maroon or no, no that was Maroon. that, that rookie check? kid, Coach that check? rookie you know, number thir- thirteen something like or something like that. Yeah, K- K- and Kachuk K- or something. Yeah, some Kachuk or something like that. He punched him obviously like he did a total char move on Boston. He's like punched in the face like out of nowhere. And then the guy just tackles him. Like it was the best thing I ever saw anybody do to, to Chara. It was he didn't great. try to, he didn't try to punch the guy. He just tackled him. And it was like, he grabbed his legs and pulled him out. And then he was able to punch him in the face. And I was like, so smart. Why did no one ever think of this anyway? <laughs> well, look, so, Chara used to be very agile. <laughs> yeah, right? he was, he was He's a little, little stiff now in his old age. You know? So anyway, they need a, hubble, hubble. their defense has no mobility. Um, even less with Pulak out. So that's really problematic. Aho is not the guy. He's a he played three games last year. He was on the taxi squad the whole year. Didn't play in the HL. And the year before that, he was kind of on, you know, in the AHL for a bit and came up. 
um, before the, you know, he was in the bubble with us. So basically he's had very little hockey in the last like year and a half. And now he just steps in right away and he's going to have to fill in minutes. And uh, he clearly looks like he needs time. If he's going to ever be a regular guy. Um, and it's not like, I'm not saying he's not the guy like long-term, just not right now. It doesn't make any sense to throw him in there. He's not like Devon Taves who came in and just took, a, took, took uh, Thomas Hickey's um, spot on the team. Like he's not that kind of player. And the guys that are potentially could do that are not ready yet. They're, they're in the HL right now. Um, and Samuel Balduke and, and um, Robin Salo are not really ready yet. I think pulling Robin Salo up now would maybe work, but we're not, it's, he, he, he's played in the men's league and in, in Europe, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's never a sure thing. So it's killing us right now. Um, so now we have to fill in the blanks with uh Another guy from the, I'm guessing, uh, from the AHL, or maybe they're gonna have to make a trade. Um, and on top of that, uh, oh, don't go off my notes. <laughs> um, yeah, so then on top of that, like I said, we, we're slow, like we need at least two guys who can skate. Like Char and Green are not those guys, those they're just not. And if Pulak and Pelic are your top pair, which they're gonna be for the next eight years, um, you need at least two guys that can skate with Dobson and, and Mayfield, assuming those guys are always with us and, or they could move on a trade or some sort um, because we need guys that can actually skate and bring the puck up and have more than one. It can't just be Letty. When we had the year we had um, Letty and Taves playing, um, you know, that was like big time because you had two guys that could play the point on the power play. Um, Taves was, was way more dangerous um, than, you know, anybody we have on the team at this point. So that was a lot better. And he could definitely make up for the, the lack of foot speed for, for Mayfield if Mayfield pinched. Well, right now we don't have that. And that's, it's really showing when you're a defensive team and you have, you know, you don't have an offense. Like we just, we have a lot of forwards, but nobody's fucking scoring. And it's just, it's part of it is not just the fact that the guys are not playing well. They're just, they're playing. It's almost like, they're not, but they haven't bought in this season. If you've watched them at all, they just seem to have no cohesion. And the fourth line has looked really bad specifically because they have to play well together. Because Don't you crazy. mean the identity line? Yeah, they're the not line. an identity. They are the identity line of the Owls right now. They're a mess. The rest of the team's a mess. And that's kind of a big deal. So they have to go back. This week is a new week. So thank God for that. It's almost like the season starts now. It really does. So it really does. And they have, they have a couple of days to fix some shit. I don't think it's going to be a quick turnaround. It's going to, we have a full, four games um, at home coming up. And we have – they're important games. Obviously, the first games again is, is at home, uh, home opener, the new stadium. Very that's fundamentally the, sound that's team the, you're going to play, too. That's the U.S. Calgary. That's, a good, that's the USB slot arena, right? That's what that's called? Yes, that's, that's probably what that's called. The bank. It's gonna be busted open. By the way, can we just I, I don't mean to sidetrack. The fucking flyers beat the flames. Fuck the flyers. Fuck the flyers. Like it, like it's a fluke. You can't win every single night. All right. right. You have to lose. It was on the road. You gotta cut them some slack. It's 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 tough. So you're saying Sunday right? I should put some money down on the flames. On the cubbies. So, so well, listen, the Isles got $4.3 million in cap space currently right now, according to cap friendly. 
And that's only going to grow, obviously, as the season goes on. You have some you have some wiggle room right now with the the injury to Pulak, which is 6.5, right? Something like that. Um, so you have you certainly have the money to go out and get a defenseman. And even when even if your cap space is four point three million dollars, you can get a serviceable defenseman for three point five to four million dollars in oh, the yeah. four million dollar range, no problem. And and P- Lewis, PK is available. We'll eat some of his contract. <laughs> yeah, but seriously. What are you going to give up for this defenseman who makes $4 million a year? Who's going to come in and save the fucking day for the Islanders? What are you giving up for him? That's a, that's a great question. What do you give up to, to Nick? That's what I get paid to do. I get paid to ask those great questions. And thank you for saying that you get, <laughs> you get paid. Oh, wait, you guys didn't know that. <laughs> oh man. I, I'm sponsored actually by the, uh, the Fenway sports group, but we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. All right. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I don't know. I have no idea who we're going to go for. Um, to be honest, it's held, the, the Kulak thing happened just today that was announced. So I haven't even had time to look at defensemen that I'm hoping they'll, they'll trade for. Just to even give myself some some hope. So, anyway. Well, listen, but listen, good luck opening the new uh, USB. US, USB? USB. <laughs> the USB. The USB, USB arena. arena. Well, USB let's arena. say the USB-C, right? Because that, that passes data far quicker yeah, than okay. regular USB. So, so as I mentioned, I am, I am sponsored by the Fenway sports group and I am making a little bit of money off of that. Sorry guys. I didn't, I thought you knew, but I guess they're not paying you because they want to buy the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Billy, are, are the Penguins going to move to Boston? What the fuck is going on? Yep. They're going to, it's going to be every, every, um, every uh, concession stand is just going to be full on clam chowder. The white kind. Is that the red Uh, or the white? That's the white. (laughs) I can never remember. <laughs> Lobster rolls. Lobster rolls. That's good. Good stuff. Yep. And uh, what's the other thing Boston does? Um, assholes. Total assholes <laughs> everywhere you look. Um, yeah, that's that's what the Penguins are going to have uh, pretty soon. Um, so no, presumably uh, there's there's not a thought of moving the Penguins to Boston. There, Boston has a team already, a successful team, and. And Pittsburgh is a great hockey market and, and thriving. And that's, and really the, the way they've been thriving is, is why they're really being sold. Um, Lemieux and, and Burkle um, kind of uh, stumbled into a gold mine or, or, you know, I say that, but you know, they, they, they cultivated double the fucking they, they, NHL yeah, they, they, gave they them it. the fucking built it. the guys that they have right now. Give me the fucking stumbled. Well, no, I, I, I mean, in terms of they, they, they took the, the, val- the, the franchise, they, Lemieux invested his, his uh, deferred um, salary into it. Well, Penguins owed him a shitload of money. He, he just be, took a, an ownership stake and, and Burkle invested and whatever they invested for, I think somewhere under a hundred million between the two of them. I like now they're, they're valued at like, I've I've seen figures I've seen wild figures the last few days from 650 million like up to like 800 million like at what the penguins are valued for right now there's not really any rumor with what they're supposed to be being sold for but like if we're thinking in that range I mean that's that's a chunk of change that, that these guys are going to take home perhaps more than that I I hear if you buy low and sell high that's a good thing that's why the Wall Street Journal was reporting this first. Yes. And 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 look, I think they're the penguins are right at the apex right now. And they're about to fall off because in the next couple of years, you have to think they're gonna go into rebuild. And and a team going oh, yeah. through rebuild is probably worth a hell of a lot less than when you have Sidney Crosby, Genny Malkin, Latang, and all these big 
big names on your team. I'm just guessing. It could be. And then, you know, they say the Burkle, I don't, I, I don't really know what the hell his other businesses are um, outside of the, the penguins. Uh, but uh, I have heard that he lost money in the pandemic and it's a good, you know, looking like a good time for him to cash out for that reason as well. Um, and, and so uh there's nothing there, there's not a whole lot of detail on this deal that's supposedly going to be done later this week um but Burkle it, it does appear that you know Burkle is going to be out of the picture after the sale but Lemieux will stay around in a in a in sort of a similar role that he has now like as a kind of a figurehead um with an ownership stake who's who's going to continue being the decision maker that's that's what I hear now but who really knows is that his and, official gig right now his owner not he's not like president he's certainly not general manager yeah. but he's so so they would say he's going to stick around in some sort of ownership capacity yeah as as uh, I, I think so his I don't know exactly what his ownership stake is now like I, I know he's I know Burkle's more of the money than Lemieux is okay uh, but but that Lemieux's always had that role of you know being the ownership decisions go through him um and and so they say he's going to have a similar role so now whether they call him owner still or not uh when the Fenway group takes over maybe maybe not but maybe they'll give him some other title of CEO or president or 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 whatever but um that's supposedly what's going to happen but like the the thing of it is like I mean how many franchises have been sold over the last few decades there's once we get to this point where they say a deal's pretty much imminent, I mean, more than half of them still fall apart. Yeah. When, yeah. when they go, oh, this is, you know, I mean, look at what happened. Like, I, I think about what happened with the with the Mets, with the Wilpons, how long it was rumored that they were going to sell and they were going to sell to uh, Cohen. And then Cohen was out of the picture. Then he was in the picture again. Then he was out of the picture again. And here was A-Rod and J-Lo's ownership group. And then there's some other ownership group I remember that like had an NBA player or something that snuck into the talks of this thing. And then it goes to going like eventually, like much, much later. Like, I mean, when, when they start talking about the sale of a franchise, uh, I know they've been hot and heavy with this story this week, but I, I'd still be surprised if we went from like not really hearing anything until uh, to, to, to transaction. Like, yeah, to hearing something like on, on Tuesday and then by like Thursday or Friday they're sold. I mean, I, I'd be pretty stunned. But would be a good time for them to get out because that team sucks. Um, as far as what's going on on the ice, pretty much everything Nick said about the Islanders just changed the names around a bit and and applied to the Penguins. Power plays, pathetic. Uh, they're 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 getting shot like they got like forty six shots on goal in their loss to Buffalo yesterday. Big whoop. Every one was from the fucking blue line, uh, and the goalie saw every one of them coming. Uh, they're not they're not getting the they're not getting to the front of the net where you got to score goals. It's just it's they're. It's just awful. Like, and, and that was the close game this past week. I mean, they, they, they let Washington and fucking Ottawa put up six spots against them. Um, yeah, it's really fucking ugly. And, and, uh, and the only thing I could say, you know, I, I've been kind of holding out hope for the Penguins, you know, that they're, they're going to get healthy and things will start to turn around. Well, everybody's back except for Malkin right now. That's as healthy as they're, they're likely to get. Um, and I can't kill him for, you know, Crosby coming back. Uh, didn't play against Ottawa, but played the next night in Washington. They, they've not had a lot of time to, to gel. They've not had a lot of time to 
have practices as a team and I get that. And, and that's the last thing that I guess I could kind of hold out and say, maybe things will improve after, after they have a little bit of time back together, but it's ugly right now. That's for sure. So the, so the penguins, you know, just got, got done with their bat with COVID and it seems like the devil's, Man, they can't shake this COVID thing. Even though it's not against them, it's still affecting their schedule. They were supposed to play the Ottawa Senators last night. Last night. Um, but then half the Ottawa squad got COVID and, oh, can't play hockey for the next three games. And they, they right when they played the Islanders the next day, right, they, the Islanders had somebody. That happened to them again out in, in, on the California trip. The day after they played one of those teams, somebody had it. But thankfully um, – They've stayed clear. Did you knock on wood? I did. It's from I mean, Micah. I mean, this is I think it's like great, great that we're doing radio right now. Fake wood, I think. Um, they've stayed, you know, relatively safe so far um, with no cases. So hopefully it stays that way. Um, the game against the Isles, like Nick said, you know, or like I said, when Nick was talking, um, the Isles started out just Pepper and Blackwood with shots. And uh, he was up to the task. And I think the Devils kind of fed off on that and uh, ran with it, and it, it you know motivated them a little bit to play a little bit harder. And they played really well against the Islanders. They were nonstop. They kept up the counterattack the whole game, you know, from about ten minutes into the first period on. And uh, I was very impressed, especially coming off of that Florida Panthers game, to see them play that well again. Blackwood had forty-two saves for the shutout. It was the third time in his career he's had a shutout with more than 40 saves, which is the de- which is now the Devils team record. So that's one goaltending record that he has stolen away from Brodor. One of many. Hopefully. The game against the Bruins. How many sister-in-laws has he fucked? None yet. Uh. None yet. All right. Well, there's there here's for hoping. It's he's he's young though. He's young. Uh the game against the Bruins was a total washout. I mean, the Bruins are just far far and above better than the devil. So it was like, wasn't even a contest. They had no response for the perfection line. Um, fucking Marshawn scoring two goals. He's just a fucking, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. It's the, it's the absolute worst when he scores on your team. Oh, it's the absolute it. worst. And uh, then they, uh, on the next day played the Rangers and again, I was expecting a little bit of a letdown. And I thought that was a very entertaining game. I thought it was a very well-played, evenly matched game. Even that stupid hokey thing that they decided the game on was pretty was pretty exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, it went seven rounds, right? And you had uh, Kreider win it, and it was only a second-ever shootout attempt. All right. There's, there's, there's no need to steal my thunder oh, now. Come on. I, I do want to say that I, I think – they should have had a response for Kako. I think somebody should have gone after him. And conversely, I think the fact that nobody went after Subban kind of tells you that they didn't think it was a dirty hit. I really think the Blaze thing was more just that ice was so shitty. I, I don't think that the the hit that Subban, like he barely, they their, their feet barely, their skates barely touched each other. It wasn't a slew foot. I just think it was coincidental that PK was in that position and turning around at that point. And look, I have no love for PK Subban at all. In my opinion, he is a slew footing, dirty, 
player in the NHL. Um, but that was not malicious on his part. I, I, I'll give him that. But with that, even if it was accidental, it's happened a few times now. And the league right, is he doesn't get the oh, he notice. doesn't get the benefit of the doubt by any no. stretch of the imagination. No, and no. I, and and they, it's so much so that they've apparently talked to him about it. You know, and I'm like, what? What are you gonna do now? You gotta think about your skating. So I'm not really sure what he changes. To be completely honest, right. this is all like muscle memory. You're not like like he's been in the same skating this, this whole career. Yeah, we so, were joking about the whole Tim sure. the Tim Peel thing that he came on on the Twitter that Peel. Uh, tweeted that he had a conversation with Subban and it's right. his dirty right. habits creeping into his game, but these dirty habits have been creeping into his game since he's been in Montreal, right. man. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, not bullshit. New. it's nothing new. It's the not was dirty habits. Like, there. The way they, they, they put that, I'm like thinking, I'm like, this is the dumbest shit. I go out and skate right now. I'm skating the exact same, the same way. You did. I, right. You know, there's nothing different. And I'm sure that, you know, he's doing the same drills he's been doing for how long? The only way that would change is if, like, for some reason he changed teams and they were like, hey, we want you to work with this, you know, power skating, New skating coach. coach. Right. We want you to, you know, work on these things and, and clean it up, right? Maybe he does that in the offseason. He's not going to do that now. Like, no. it, if they start doing that shit, it's going to fuck with his head. And then he's going to be completely knob block and everything. I hope that, you know, they don't do that shit to him because that's just stupid. It can, doesn't I, uh, can I propose a new name for something? If you score a goal in regulation and a goal in the shootout mm-hmm. and you practically kill a goalie, I think it should be called a capo caco hat trick. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. Billy, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, we get it. You curmudgeon. You hate the nickname. Come on. Ugh, I feel like it Ugh. stinks. Ugh. It, yeah, it stinks. It does. It stinks. I hate it. I hate Please it. don't talk. I to think, me. uh, I think, Graves is trying to do a little too much, and that led to the turnover that led to the Caco goal. And I think he he had another kerfuffle later on in the game. We well, said he was I, hurt a little bit, didn't you? Didn't, didn't well, that's he's got now. Before? Now it's come out today that he's got some bumps and bruises. So actually, this these couple of days off really might really help him get back healed a little bit more. And he won't be trying to make these. Uh, he won't have these little miscues. I keep thinking about players that need to step up, and I I can come up with like seven or eight names and it's weird for me to say that because they're not doing that bad this year their, their record isn't that bad and to say Sharon Govich and Tatar and Kukokinen and McLeod and Severson and Smith all need to step up their games and they're still you know not that bad record wise where would they be if those guys were playing a little bit better you know look Severson wasn't he had a great pass oh wait that was Adam Fox shit yeah, maybe maybe he wasn't doing so good. That just hurt. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, but that it was the line of Kukokinen and Sharon Govich and who else is on that line? Or am I not reading this? Whoever the the, the, the third Mc, line well, McLeod center sometimes McLeod, that loud line. Whoever was on the Sharon Govich line, I think it was number seventy or something. That's Bokefist. That's Bo. They that that line did did not look very well. Right. They did no. not look good. I'll tell you who did look good. You got something this Dawson Mercer kid. This kid can play hockey. Right. And he plays, he's not, he doesn't do anything spectacular, nope. but he does everything well. Every really well. And he's a he's a hound on the puck. Yeah. I don't think he's he's I don't think he's gonna be a first line center somewhere, but he's no. a solid second line solid center. Second line player, solid right? second line player. Solid second line player. And on a and on a great team, you can drop him down to the third line, and he's an even better third line player. 
Yeah, no doubt. He's playing against lesser talent. He can be, he can be a checker. He can turn around and throw the nice pass up the ice. The kid can do a lot. I mean, yeah. you you said he might be up for Calder considerations. I agree with that, but I think Zegris is eventually yeah, going to get it. Yeah, um, It's just bad timing on his part, but he's a good hockey player. Thompson, Can't wait until he's not a devil anymore. Thompson went on IR today, retroactive to the 11th, and they brought up Fabian Zetterland, who's going to make his NHL debut this week, this weekend in Florida. Fabian. Fabian Zetterland of the Utica Comets, who today set the AHL record 11 straight wins to open the season. Wow. So hopefully he could bring some of that mojo up to the, the big club. Hopefully he could be uh, a hard player to play against. That's what they want. They want a hard player to play against. They want a guy who's going to go to the front of the net and just wreak havoc. So we'll see if uh, that's the role he takes on. I was upset not to see Holtz in that game. I, I wanted to see how he played it in a rivalry game so and, and see what happened. Let me just touch on that. The Devils beat reporter for the Devils, Amanda Steins, was up in the press box, and that's where, I guess, the scratch players sit when, it, when the game's at MSG. And she paid attention to watch him watch the game, not only as it was happening on the ice, but to watch the video screens in front of him as well. And she said he was, she was surprised at how attentive he was and he was taking notes and she hadn't seen any young player do that, come in and watch a game so meticulously and take notes and then watch replays on the replay screens provided to them. So hopefully he's going to take what he learned and, and put it into effect. He should be playing at least one of the two games this weekend too. It's impressive that he could just read and write just, just right <laughs> off the bat. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh well look it can, can conversely to all you guys the rangers are flying high and to be honest listen i i honestly thought the the rangers would be where the islanders are in the standings and i thought the islanders would be where the rangers were um so let's 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 call that out immediately um i've had my dislikes with the coach um it's been very well documented on this program um but this past week they showed a lot of grit uh, they showed a lot of determination. They showed a lot of team and, you know, it really showed on the ice in the game versus Columbus. Um, it was kind of a back and forth thing until a minute and 38 seconds of the second period where they scored three straight goals. Panarin had two. Kreider scored two. It seems like Kreider scores a lot of goals against Columbus. Columbus is just one of those teams where Kreider just scores a lot of goals against Um I think he's got something with Elvis Merlikens, Merslikens. Did I get it right? Merslikens. Another deflection and another uh, another goal right in the crease. Uh, I I I could have sworn on the first one he turned around and said something to him, but it wasn't as dramatic as the game at the Garden. Um, but what was um, impressive was that the Rangers had 41 shots on goal, and they've been criticized a lot in the past couple of weeks uh, or in the, at least the first half part of this short season uh, so far that they're not getting enough chances. They're not shooting the puck enough. Well, look, you get 41 shots on goal and good things are going to happen. You're going to generate offense. And that's exactly what they did. They looked really solid against a, uh, a pretty decent Columbus team who I, did, I really didn't think was going to be all that good, but there was another issue with Igor getting run over in the crease. Uh, this time he was run over and Kreider jumped in and, went after the player. I forgot who it was, 
but Igor was pulled and went into concussion protocol. Um, Gallant said he was 100% after the game. And I, I think Gallant was thinking about using Igor in back-to-back in Columbus and New Jersey. Um, but I think that that kind of made his decision to start Georgiev versus the Devils. I will uh, let you know that the Rangers were plus 50% on faceoffs and still won the game. Not sure that that's happened this season. Well, it might have unheard of. Un, unheard Impossible. of. How could one lead to the other? <laughs> so, and that brings us to the game versus the Devils, as, as Steve uh, mentioned from the Devils side. From the Rangers side, look, the kids are all right. You had the three of the kids scoring that game. Adam Fox, Alexei Lafreniere scored a power play goal, and uh, and the well documented Capo Caco uh, putting Blackwood's head in his ass. Uh, another game where the Rangers got forty one shots on goal and wore a plus fifty on faceoffs, back to back and a belly to belly. Blaze, uh, as we mentioned, he got injured. His his uh, ACL was torn. He's done for the year. We got him in the. Uh, Pavel Buchnevich trade, which nobody kind of liked at the time, but then Blaze started playing early parts of the this season, making really good passes, being very productive offensively, and just hitting people hard, finishing his checks on every chance he got, uh, and that's what really um, drew drew the people, the Ranger fans, liking Sammy Blaze. But he's done for the season, torn ACL. He will be uh, he will be sorely missed on this roster. And he's a guy that the Rangers are going to have to replace his toughness. Um, they started to do it with Julian Gauthier. They're given Gauthier is the first shot at replacing blaze in the lineup every single night, even though he might not be on the same line. They juggled that a little bit. Um, but I think it, it, it would be good to give Gauthier the opportunity. Gauthier reminds me of Rick Nash a little bit um, without the, the skill. <laughs> but look, Gauthier has got a lot of skill, but he's not as dynamic as Rick Nash, but he has, he has the height. He has the body. He has the way he moves on the ice just reminds me of Rick Nash. Um, look, if he turns out half the player Nash was um, I'll be signing up for that right now. Um, the, uh, the thing at the end that ended the uh, Ranger devil game in a four, three shootout win is the shootout seven rounds. Crider's one for two now in his career. In his career, one for two in in shootouts. Yeah, he was never, never really good on the on the uh, on the shootouts. Um, but was a little hysterical that he didn't notice at the time that somebody else put on the old uh, on the old Twitter. Here we go. Overreaction was, time was the Crider celebration after he scored the goal, and he kind of gave it the Subban kind of windmill on one knee type of thing thought that was hilarious like i don't know if he meant to do that but just it was it was coincidentally looked enough like it that somebody put it out there thought it was really fucking funny that's all really really hilarious in my opinion i'm sure steve it's not as funny and that took us to uh, the montreal game which happened last night another three another win for the rangers they went 3 and 0 this week um, 3-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens and Capo Caco, another goal in this one. Um, back-to-back games, he's heating up. Kreider, his 12th goals in 15 games on pace for 60. It's not going to happen. Because I was going to make a bet. It's, it's I was going to propose a bet. It's not. In fact, I would be willing to bet that he might... He, 
he might like if he doesn't get the 30 this year, it's not happening. Period. End. Barring injury. Barring injury. Um. So you don't even see 40. Uh, it would uh, look. I realistically, he should get the 40. But he's always been the player to start off red hot, die, and then really come oh, on I, really I strong at so. the end so hot and, cold. and in the playoffs. Oh, I hope he's not dies. If he was a baseball player, <laughs> he'd be Michael Conforto. Yeah. I don't watch enough of the Mets to get that reference, but okay. It's a good – it is hot a good one. Cold. It is a good look, one. I'm sure it is. I'm sure – and look, anytime you can shit on the Mets, I'm, I'm all for <laughs> And, uh, and speaking of Gauthier, look, he got his first goal. It was a, a beauty. He picked the pocket of Suzuki while falling, roofed a backhand uh, over the, uh, the goaltender, whoever was playing goal for Montreal last night. Um, and and uh, Reeves had his first scrap. We're, what, 15 games into the season, and Ryan Reeves had his first fight. He beat the hell out of whoever number 55 is on Montreal. He beat the hell out of him, and it was uh, a really, it was really good to see uh, a Rangers maybe since maybe since Colton Orr uh, or Tanner Glass to to really have a good fight at the Garden and get the Garden crowd a little energized in that game. Rangers had thirty four shots and goals these past three games. They have led the game in shots on goal, which they I I can't recall a time where they had as many shots on goal to uh, um, in a three game span. And to lead in shots on goals for three straight games, they it's were minus. All those face-offs that they've been winning. They were under fifty percent on draws in this game. Oh, damn! <laughs> you would but have had the... that statistic at the ready too. <laughs> of so... course, but at at the end of the game, uh, Goudreau and um, Gallagher um, had a little tuffle, and uh, Gallagher. Uh, brought out his uh his his hammer and he smashed the uh, watermelon oh wait i get my gallagher's confused um Dude. this was gallagher who played in montreal sorry sorry about that so he uh he to me it was a cheap shot on goudreau did goudreau embellish it a little bit yeah probably but gallagher still get got fined today uh whatever it was twenty five hundred dollars that well worth can, it well worth the money i would agree they were they were yapping before the face-off happened and uh it was a very entertaining game it's going to be another entertaining game when these guys meet again it's going to be uh, a lot of fisticuffs as they say rangers 10 3 and 3 on the season uh four game win streak to fourth in the east right now tied for a second in the metro i don't think any of this is going to ring true um up, upcoming but uh you know what here's for hoping uh, I hope they can keep up this toward pace and uh, and continue uh, upcoming next week where we got four games. Uh, the fourth game will be on, on Wednesday night while we record. They got the Thursday at Toronto. Uh, oh, actually, their their game Saturday was supposed to be at Ottawa. Right, that's at Ottawa, so that's canceled. Yeah, you're right. Then they're home uh, against Buffalo on Sunday, who was, who was much improved from last year, and a, and a date on the island on Wednesday, their first visit to the USBC Arena. So uh, it's going to be interesting. You notice, Nick, how I didn't call it a fucking stadium and I called it an arena because that's how we do it. That's how you, a professional does it. You got a real charge out of Nick one with that USB-C comment. <laughs> I laughed. That was good. <laughs> I was uh, like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that was good. Clever, clever. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yeah. Love it. Love that intro every Sunday week. It's my favorite. It's my favorite time of the week. Hey, so trivia. So somebody's got to pick a number 
take an integer between zero what's and uh what numbers goodrow what numbers goodrow worth 21 let's go with 21 21 okay so i am turning to the page that has somebody keep somebody 21. keep track it's, of the it's numbers after billy picked. it's after 20 and before 22 Christ. Oh, that's are, why. I are you marking it off when we uh, when we say it? So that he's mark he's marking it in yes, pen, so we can't return it. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm marking it. And uh, yeah, so we, we can't do sixty nine or forty. Uh, well, you already picked a different one. It was forty seven for episode forty seven. Sixty nine or out. Oh right, we were going to go by episode number, weren't we? Well, we well, do right double. We do forty eight. No, no, it's twenty one. Twenty one. What, what, what are you looking what, for? Are you looking for your glasses okay. that are on your face? All right. So I'm going to ask the question. I am not going to give you the multiple choice. Get his pen out. The question is, the number. <laughs> which player won the NHL Rookie of the Year at age 31? Anybody else really fucking excited that we no longer have to hear Dream Theater or Sprockets or Neil S'mores? Well, when it correct, comes to I these trivia questions, I can't work them into the trivia questions. It's if I don't so know much better that we don't have to hear that those fucking names. At thirty-one, transatlantic. Did he ever take a transatlantic flight? <laughs> oh man, Morse Fest twenty twenty-two. Transatlantic's going to be playing. That shit's going to be off the. You figure yeah. it's got to be a goalie, right? At it thirty-one to win the Calder. Sure, I know who it is. Not number thirty-one. Age thirty-one. 30 no, I did uh, at thirty-one. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Ron Tugnut. <laughs> Tugnut. <laughs> I just like, yeah. I just like no. saying Tugnut. I, everybody likes saying Who wouldn't want to say Tugnut? <laughs> I mean, best. his name's Stefan Richer. Richard Tugnut. Uh, no, not Stefan Richer, rookie at 31. What, what? No, of course not. Oh, I, I got it. Claude Lemieux. Boom. Claude Boom. Lemieux, he, 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 he was crying about that shit before, even before he was 31 years old. Uh, Wayne Gretzky. Oh, that's a good one, Steve. Mm, good guess. Good guess. Not correct. I think Gretzky had the, the points record by the time he was 31, in fact. Gordy uh, Howe. Oh. He played till he was like 100, man. Had to be 31 as a rookie, right? Yeah, he had to be 31 yeah. as a rookie year, right? All those years yeah. in the minors. Yeah, but maybe they weren't giving out rookie of the year because there wasn't him really. Such a scrub. Terry Sawchuck. It's gotta be a goalie. I'm thinking goalie. Um, do you want do you want me to tell you if it was a goalie or not? John no, Scott. I, I, no, I already get it. it's Terry Sawchuck. Just say I'm right. Uh no, it's not it was not Terry Sawchuck. <sighs> you're fucking you're now you're all lying. Right. So yeah, all right. Get what was he was this person a goalie? No, not a we're at the point where we need hints. Mm, not a goalie. Not a goalie. At I thought 31. Not a goalie. Mm. Mark Messier with the New York so, Rangers. So this first guy. Year, first this year guy, with the Rangers, he was 31 years old. This guy we already mentioned, but he was really not a goalie at all. Rick DiPietro. Rick DiPietro. Nope. No. Well, he can't remember if he was or he wasn't. Rookie. Oh, maybe speaking that, of people maybe, who can't remember if they was, were or they weren't, Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros. Eric Lindros. No, maybe that, that could have been his first season where he didn't get concussed by Scott Stevens. Probably not. He was at age 31. But probably not. Probably not. 31. I mean, how many strikes shortened uh, seasons were there in a row at one time? Who one. started their career later in life? Farron Flurry. Not good old Theo. No. No, not the, not the guy that you drove out of the league. Was it uh, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Goodrow? 
What a dumb fucking nickname. No, it was not Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> well, how about the other how about the other guy I met? How about Marty St. Louis? Marty St. Louis? No, no, it wasn't Marty St. Louis. You gotta think in terms of why? Why would a these are all stellar fucking oh, uh, probably because of the war? Was it Ted Williams? I know he didn't play a couple seasons because mm. of the war. That was Teddy Ball Game. Teddy Ball. Like, what? That's a great nickname too, Teddy Ball Game. It's not not exactly Donnie Baseball, but Teddy Ball Game is pretty close, right? Uh, no, no, Ted Williams. Uh, surprisingly, not an NHL Rookie of the Year at age thirty-one. Wow, well, um, then it had to be Joe DiMaggio then. Joe, Joe, baby. I got it. I got it. It wasn't Bo Jackson. No, it wasn't Bo Jackson. You just took my answer, you motherfucker. (laughs) Then it was it was Deion Sanders, right? Deion primetime? Fuck. It was Deion Sanders. I was gonna say Bo Jackson. All right. Well, I don't know why we don't get multiple choice this week. Bo knows Bo knows hockey though, right? He said that. Well, I could give you the multiple choice. That's the next step. Do you want me to give you the I think we need Nick? Do you want to go ahead? We're losing Nick. Answer for I can't, I, can't, I can't I can't think of the guy. I don't know. Right. No, but you I'm said you said it. you thought you knew who it was. I thought it was Tim Thomas, but that's not it's he, he Tim says not goalie. Give us the multiple the choice, please. I don't know. Multiple choice A Jim McFadden. B Tony Esposito, who I already give a hint to this it's not a goalie. So uh C Evgeny Nabakov. Not a goalie. I think also was a goalie too, right? Yeah. Or D, Sergey Makarov. It must be the uh, macaroon guy. Had to be a freaking Ruski, right? For the exactly. yeah, had to be a freaking Ruski. So Jim McFadden. Yeah, Jim McFadden. <laughs> Jim McFadden, straight from Russia. <laughs> He's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Sergey was... Mar- Markov. The answer was Sergey Makarov. I think he played for the Flames, but yeah, was over play? Europe for quite a while, and then and then came over as a rookie at age thirty-one and won the rookie. What? There. What season? Uh, back in the day, I like, remember that back in like the late eighties or early nineties. I can't remember exactly what it was because it's not telling me that answer in this book. But yeah, I do remember his story. Well, uh, back in the day, I remember. But yeah, that's why now it's you. would still be considered an NHL rookie, even though he played for years and years over you blew it. KHL or you blew it. That was going to be a good one too. You blew it. That was going to be a good one. Oh, I yeah. felt it, and he stepped all over it. I just, just totally smushed it. And now it's time with impressions with Nick. <laughs> just all right, fellas. <laughs> Change it up a little bit this week. Gonna do a. Uh... He's got 47 impressions that we have to guess this week. 86 multiple choice answers. Whoever gets <laughs> most gets a hat. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be going over uh, different impressions of tweets. You guys Ooh. have to guess what they're tweeting about. Ooh. What well, we have to well, so we don't have to guess who tweeted it. We just have to guess what they're tweeting about. Ooh. Yes. Got this it. Is- Twits on tweets. Ooh, I, Ooh. I like that. Right. Twits on tweets. I like that. And now it's time for impressions with Nick, a special segment called Twits with Tweets. All righty, good job. All right, he said good job. They're talking about PK Subban slew footing. We're not talking about PK. Nope, we haven't. You haven't gotten there yet. I haven't even started yet. Well, All right, number one. Twitter, Twitter losing number one. The league really truly changes its own rules so that players like. Phil Denault shine over players like Tom McDavid. That's torts. They're all going to be the same. Hold on. 
You don't get to guess yet. Oh, they're all the same person. No, no, no. Different people. You just gotta guess what they're tweeting about. These fucking ghouls. It's all fucking John Travolta. I said it's ready. Apparently. Who could who could follow along? John Travolta in Greece. (laughs) He's fucking (laughs) tweeting this all out. (laughs) Wait till I get through it. Jesus. So excited. Guys, half backwards and everything. Oh, wait, you weren't done? No, it was one, I, I told you, multiple multiple tweets. That's John, it's John Tortorella saying that Connor McDavid's got to change his game because he, because he won't have success in the playoffs if he doesn't change his game. Can we move on you're to the next one now? You're not guessing yet. No, we're they're not all guessing They're all the fucking yet. same things. They're, they're different they're people. different tweets one talking about tweet. one subject, and when he's done, we have to guess the subject, which you just ruined. <laughs> All right, let me just get through these, and then you can you can re say that same thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Billy turned yeah, his head okay. backwards. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Those at home, Billy's wearing a skull cap. I'm sweating is, right it now. Is it a skull cap when I'm... it's got the pom pom on top <laughs> with the beanie? I thought a skull cap was just. No fold over uh, portion. Yeah, just it's, it's a knit hat that he wears on his head with a fucking pom pom. You're right. When he was right, 12. Steve. All right. Come back to this. Number two. He's not wrong. Just because McDavid can't get it done in the playoffs doesn't mean there's something wrong with the game. True Grace had, had all hit another level to change the game to win the big one. These people can suck it. Are you trying to like voice what these people sound like? Or are you going yeah, off? I think that's like, the whole point of the impression. Call the point. fan, right? No, just, yeah. Just, just I got shut you. up. Number three. Well, the NHL needs to change its roughing standards so they can call a games all game in all season. I didn't know Sean Connery tweeted about hockey. <laughs> yes. Number four. At, at NHL Blackhawks, do not under any circumstances hire this man. Number five. I wish I had realized at a younger age that I could be paid to say stupid shit on television. Number six. God, like Gary Coleman? Hey, dude, you haven't been a decent coach since 04. Maybe take a seat and just talk X and O's instead of talking out your ass. Number, right. and that's it. That's it. All right, so what am I talking about on Twitter? What are the um, talking about You're talking about uh, how the, the shootout is a ridiculous way to finish a game. Oh, and, you're talking about uh, Steve being an absolute moron. Ding, 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 ding. For ruining, Steve ruining the bit. He's doing in the bit time. Wait, it, so can we? About, is it about OnlyFans subscriptions? <laughs> well, partially, partially. Can we find out? Like, who are the other people? Like, are was there anybody else of of name? You mean, uh, what do you mean? Uh, that uh, did the tweets. I didn't read the tweet. No, I didn't take the tweet. Oh, the those were all just get the handles, man. He was just talking. I, huh. yeah, 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 I could, but Steve's like, still you know. not getting the concept. Right I didn't. No, yeah, during during next week's impression with next oh, this. Steve is going to be in timeout okay. during that entire segment. He could do the you intro, know what? but after that, he's in you know timeout. What? I've earned it. I'm not going to deny. In I'm not going to. I'm not going to complain about my punishment. Nick, I've earned now, it. Nick, remember, he can't help with the bit at all. All he can do is the intro, and then he's right. in timeout right. until we're all done. Right. All right, I'll use if I have, if I need help on the bit. I'll I won't use Steve. Handle man. Boy, all right. Boy. Well, Nick. Great job, pal. I, I I liked what you did there. I really did. It, too bad someone really fucked it up. So uh, this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Brings us to the year of our Lord, two thousand and five. Very momentous year in the life of Steve, as you all know. 
2005 was the year we I got married. Well, this has Aww. nothing to do with that. Absolutely zero to do with that, actually. Uh, please go to March, the third month of the year, and go to the date, the 24th. March 24th. That's, that's definitely not when he got married. 2005. Now, I want you to know, March 2005 was very early on in the of, food tracking. Mm, ate a lot of pumpernickel bagels. I just wanted you to know that. Got up right now, so Tom. What day of the week was that, by the way? March 20... 24. March 24th. Was a Thursday. Yeah, throw the week, baby! Come on, baby, come on, baby, come on. Pumpernickel. I apologize, but March 24th, I don't have anything written down. Oh, no! Are you fucking what? kidding me? You Can are really? the ruiner of all fucking bits tonight. <laughs> By the way, I thought I th- I'm gonna I'm gonna knock down one of the walls oh, here, knock no. down that fourth wall or whatever. But I thought we agreed that if you you found a date that you didn't have anything, that you were just gonna go to the next date. We we did, but as you could see, this was during my outside sales years, uh, and uh, I spent a lot of that time at home, so I didn't feel the need to log my uh, food. So how many days do we have to jump to get to the next one? Then no wonder that place closed. I mean, it's 2005. You know, is there a month I can go after? I mean, this we would have sucks. to go all the way to June 23rd to, to get to a day where I logged my food. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Christ what? Almighty, it's ruined. What was March 24th? Uh, you know, 2005. I'm telling you now. <laughs> You don't have any written thing written down for your food. I'm not telling. <laughs> How about uh, let's go? T- Jesus Christ! Let's go to August 29th. Okay, good chance. Good chance. I got something on August 20 the 9th. That was a Monday. This better be in your synopsis, Billy. August 29th. Uh, and, and why is it blank? Exactly. Nothing. Yeah. Why is it blank? <sighs> Sorry. So this is let's two just straight. Let's dates. just throw out this book. Look at October. October had nothing. Give Zero. me a month where I got full. This was bad. Yeah, this was. Uh... Hold on a second. Let me. Let me. Let me. I. I don't know why. I have these. This supplemental page. Uh, all of I, I've got all of April and May. If you want to go with a date in April or May. Did you lose a lot of weight in two thousand five? All right, go to. So, April. Ironically enough, that was why this was all started. I do show that on May the 30th, I was down to 209 pounds for for the wedding. On May 2nd, I was 214.8. So I had lost almost five pounds in a month. Go to fucking April 8th, will you please? April 8th was a Friday. Day before Jen's birthday. And the reason why I lost all this weight was... You stopped eating fucking pumpernickel bagels. I had Slim Fast for breakfast, oh, Slim Fast for lunch, and me then a sensible dinner. Remind me never to do fucking 2005 ever again, please. Someone just shoot me next Elite time. Elite 2005. Holy Scorantinos, shit. by the way. Scorantinos for dinner that night. Well, that's a, that is a sensible dinner. That's very sensible. So, so sorry. I Do you, do you want to pick a different year? No. The, the, the fever pitch came out that year on that day. There you go. That's for you, buddy. To all our listeners at home, I just want to tell you how sorry I am that I have fucked everything up tonight. You know, March thir- March thirty, March twenty fourth was perfect. It was gonna friggin' annoy Bill a little bit too. God well, damn it! You well, ruined everything. What was it? 
I loved March 24th of 2000. I'm not telling you. It was the greatest day of my life. Curmudgeon. You're, you're a curmudgeon too now. <laughs> I'm not sure it means the same thing, but you're that too. It was the day The Office debuted on NBC. Uh, you uh, jerk off. Why would that annoy me? You don't like The Office. You know what's funny? Yeah, I don't. But the, there's a hundred shows on TV that I don't like. I, so the, I, 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 I would bet you it's more than a hundred. So the first season of The Office was six episodes. And I bet you Bill would enjoy those six episodes versus every other season. They were completely yeah, because, different than every other season. Because they were absolutely keeping them true to the... To they the were British. true to the British. That, that's exactly why, yes. Well, Steve, listen, thanks for, you know, we had a great show up until the last two bits. I want to, you know, apologize for, for Steve's actions, for Steve's antics over the last two uh, two bits of our of our show. And that's where we're going to end it this week. Don't forget to go on Facebook. I mean... You sure there's no way I can make up for it? At friends underscore rivals. I'd really like to try. Go there, go and find and, and what if I do the it, truffle? Give a review. What if I do the truffle on wherever you get on iTunes? We'll read on the air. If you don't want us to, we won't. Billy, sing a, say something witty. I want more in, in future podcasts. I want more tits with tweets and less of Steve's stomach in 2005. No, no it, it's twits, not tits. Twits with teeth. Tweets. I like not tits with teeth. What does that mean? What tits with tweets? I, I can't even say it right. Jesus Christ, just no, man, fucking tits. sing us out. Oh, my friend.